Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so glad to be here with you today. The music in the background is from our good friend, Mr. Ryan O'Neill, and this is an Enneagram 7 song. And if you have not listened to his stuff, you've got to. He is so, so talented. We have passed the 200th episode and we are trucking on ahead. And you guys, if you didn't hear yesterday's episode, if you are surprised to see two today, please back up and hear it. It's a great episode of some updates and some really important things going on with the show. And I want you to hear about it. But today on the show, I could think of nothing more fun to help me start my next year on the planet because Sunday was also my birthday than to have one of my best friends on the show. It is such a joy and such an honor to have Hillary Scott from Lady Antebellum today. You've requested it for a long time because you know we're friends. And so finally, we were able to work it out on our schedules. If you have not listened to their new song, oh my gosh, you guys, it is unbelievable. We talk about it. So stick around. Here is my conversation with one of my dearest friends, Hillary Scott from Lady Antebellum. Hillary. Annie. Welcome to That Sounds Fun. Oh my It gosh. is just about time. Better late than never. And I <laughs> formally apologize that it has taken me this long to get here. No, no, no. This is exactly right. Let's just talk about the spiritual side of it. Yes. Everything happens when it's supposed to, it, Hill. It does. Won't the Lord just do that? And he is blessing you on your birthday. That's right. <laughs> blessing me with your presence. I am grateful. I, um, I know when we thought about birthday shows, there were two names we threw out. You. And Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. <laughs> We're still going to get Chris, but we have yeah. a different plan. When I thought, who actually celebrates my birthday with me? You. Chris is your favorite, right? Yes. He's your favorite NSYNCer. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Who was yours? Justin. Well, of course, yeah. that makes sense. I hear through that. Through and through. But, I mean, he, the thing about Chris is he's just funny. But I he's still him. funny. I think he, have I remember Have y'all been friends yet since no, he moved here? never. Okay. No, I don't think, I've met him. I've met Lance. I've met Joey and I met Justin. So <gasps> wait, so you're three out of five? Yeah. All you have left is JC, JC and Chris. Chris. Oh, mm-hmm. we can make this happen. I I, I would love, love to meet JC. Yeah. How do we do that? Where does he live? Florida? I Why do I know. still have them living in Orlando? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still on the Mickey Mouse? Are you still- Hill, I will tell you this. I this is what's gonna happen because <laughs> it's uh, okay. Well, I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> I spit no less. Than 35 minutes on Saturday, maybe closer to an hour on Instagram because all the Mickey Mouse Club guys did a 30 year reunion. No. How did we, hey, how did we not know? Because I would have been there. Yes. Was it like open to the public or just? Yes, their it was own- like an event. What? I know. I'm like, y'all, I'd have done a live show from there. <laughs> How am I not on the email list? <laughs> what what is the email list to get invited to Mickey Mouse Club reunions? Because I loved that show. So like Ryan Gosling? No, he was not there, but oh, yes. Man. Ryan and Britt Britt wasn't there. No. But well, clearly. Clearly. Where is she? She's <laughs> yeah, I've I've spent some time on her Instagram I, as well. Well, I was about to say that's where I've spent 40 straight minutes <laughs> on Instagram is on Britney Spears profile. Her dance moves are still her dance moves. You know, she should patent them. Yeah, I think she has. I think emotionally they're patented. So there was a reunion and JC was there. And I just I just got real di- deep diving. Joe, Tony Luca was there. Do you remember yes. when we met Tony Luca? Yes. Oh, I feel he like we were to together. Do, he used to do, well, he does a lot of like songwriter shows. He knows Charles's brother, Josh Kelly, uh-huh. um, through the whole just kind of club circuit. And yeah acoustic kind of singer-songwriter yes. scene. 
I, um, I, yeah, I got real deep into that. I'll send you the link tonight. We'll, we'll have to, yeah, the, he, there's like a Mickey Mouse Club 30 reunion uh, Instagram account and they tag all the people. I mean, Hopefully it is put just it on like Netflix or Hulu. Or, like think. it would be great to be able to watch it. Have you watched the YouTube movie that Lance made about NSYNC? No, I haven't either. I don't have YouTube pro or whatever it is. Like I don't pay for YouTube. I don't either. And it's a pay for YouTube thing. But man, yeah. if that thing had been on Prime or on Netflix. Me too. A hundred percent. I was that girl now. that was like in my house on the couch anytime a Behind the Music was premiering. Uh-huh. So I for remember watching artist? like TLC, uh-huh. especially the ones that I yeah. like, really loved. But I remember the TLC one and gosh, so many different ones. But but I would love to go because I'm in a band. So, yeah. you know, any kind of band dynamic just the Eagles documentary, that's another one, just because you're watching all the personalities and how they mesh. And yeah. I'm like, this is my everyday life. I was about to say, do you think about that? Like doing a behind the music on Lady Annabellum in 30 years? How weird would I that mean, be? That would, there would be a lot to talk about because we've been together <laughs> 13 already. That's right. So it's, oh my gosh. I and mean, that would be a long, a long standing, like, there'd be a lot to cover. Yeah. That's, <laughs> this is a whole series. Yes. We're taking it over. Y'all have already been together 13 years? Yeah. This year is 13 years. That is nuts. Mm-hmm. Can we please talk about that new song? Yes. Well, for starters, I te- you and I didn't even have to use all the words in text when we were talking about that song. I was like, Hillary, you're like, I know. Oh. <laughs> that one's unbelievable. Thank you. We, oh my gosh. I mean, we feel so lucky that it got sent to us. Yeah. This is one, you know, we, we write most of our stuff, but a handful throughout our career, we've been pitched. Yeah. And this one... I mean, it's just all the questions that any single person who's ever been through a relationship and Mm -hmm. then a heartbreak, it's Uh like if it's super intense, especially, you're thinking all those things. You're asking all those questions. It just felt so relatable. It felt so um, comfortable for for us and our band to to sing this song just because the back and forth kind of male-female perspective. Uh Uh And then the video, I'm like... Are they dating now in real oh, life? We just have to know. There Behind the like music on that. Fire emojis everywhere flying. Yes. I mean, I thought. Do you that know if they're dating in real life? I don't. We gotta ask I know somebody. that the lead guy in the video is a yoga instructor here in town. <laughs> so we could go. Catch, we could always go to his yoga class. And ask him. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey. That's what we're going to have to do. Like, hey, that class was awful. Uh, quick question. <laughs> I'm sweating to death and I am crying. Um, what about you and the girl from the yeah, Lady Annabelle video? I paid $25 drop-in class just so you can tell me if y'all are dating. <laughs> Hale, do you remember the first time you took me to hot yoga? Yeah. And I about laid on the mat the whole time. Yeah. It was awful. You, I'm pretty sure you're the first one who took me to inner light. Oh, yeah, maybe. It's not hot yoga. Right, right. It's warm. It's not hot. Yeah. We have a yoga thing. We have a yoga thing. We need thing. to do it again. I need to. I love Emmy and, me too. and um, inner light. I do not love hot, but I went with no. you because I love you. I, you know what I've discovered? That I can do hot yoga in the winter. Oh, you just because like that it's better. my place to retreat to get out of the cold. I cannot do hot yoga in the summer. Anymore. Oh wow, yeah. Oh, not that's interesting. No, no, no. Because when you walk in there, you're in a hundred and something degree, and then you walk outside and you, you have to get in your car, degree. and it makes me pass out. I just <laughs> yes. can't. It just is like it feels like I'm torturing myself. Okay, in the winter though. Okay, yes. I'll try it in the winter with you again. Yeah, it's it's kind of nice to be able to go in and and sweat like that and uh-huh. be warm. Uh huh. <laughs> so who wrote "What If I Never Get Over You"? What's the title? "What If I Never Get that's Over You"? Thought, okay. The longest title known yeah, to man. Yeah, but it's great. Um. It is written by Ryan Hurd. Yeah, who I love. Laura Veltz. I don't know her. Sam Ellis and John Green. 
John is from Oh my gosh, John Green. Yes. That loves Arsenal. His like he always is at the Barnes house. I love John Green. He wrote that. He did. (gasps) Yep. Oh my gosh, John Green wrote that. Mm -hmm. Now, just for my friends who are listening, there's two there are a lot of John Greens in the world, but the other one they might know I'd be talking about is the author in Indianapolis who writes young adult fiction. That not that John Green, though we want him on the show. This is another John Green who I adore. And he is I mean, I'll send you a song of his. He has a kind of an artist name. He's also really good friends with the Barneses. Dave, yes, yes, yes. That's where I met him, is mm-hmm. it, Dave's? But he is a great artist in his own right, too. And it's a song called Lights Out that he wrote with Dave. Uh-huh. Um, and his artist name is The Bonfires. Yeah. And it is so good. We okay. actually thought about cutting it, that yeah. song, too. We're like, can we just steal all your songs? Yeah, you're good. <laughs> yeah. Can we just go ahead? He's awesome. When someone sends you a song like that, this is not everyone listening's opportunity to send you a song, but when someone sends you a song, do they just, like, send it to your producer? They're, did they email you and Charles and Dave together, or how does that work? So a lot of times, because we write so much and are friends with so many uh-huh. of these songwriters, we'll just shoot them a text and say, hey, is we're looking and there are pitch sheets like the formal thing is the publishers will send around pitch sheets Uh uh so it'll be like you know who all the artists that are cutting so Uh it'll be everybody from lady a to reba to and it's always hilarious the pitch sheets crack me up because it's like reba up tempo hit Uh uh-huh and that's all you get (laughs) so then these writers this is their livelihood and they you know dream nothing more than for reba to cut a song of theirs they go into the room and they're like up tempo hit that Reba would like. Okay, let's see. Yeah, and then yeah, that's, yeah. that's all that's they all have. have. And so for you, they have male and female. Yes, like duets or yeah. harmony driven. I mean, they just the the way that they describe what we're looking for yeah. is always hilarious. Yeah, I <laughs> I imagine that it's. I mean, but then when I heard the song the first time, I thought this sounds just like y'all. Oh, thank I mean, it you. just sounded just like you guys. And that's the ultimate compliment when it's a song that we didn't write because that that's truly what we try to find. Like if we're cutting a song that we didn't write together, it's got to be because it's we feel like we could have written yeah, it or yeah. wish that we had written yeah. it. And that was what how it was with this one. Yeah. You guys have done two of your three Vegas what are they called stands? No. Residency. Residency. Yes. What has it been fun? I've had all my mail moved there. No, I'm kidding. No, it's been, it's amazing. It's, um, I I'm will coming say, in August, by the way. I think that is in my heart. Good. Yes. I was going to try to come in May, but we couldn't line it up, but I want to come in August. May was crazy. Yeah. I mean, we put the single out on that run in May. August is like, it's going to be hot there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it'll be a great time. Yeah. And we would love to have you. Um, It's been fun. I will say Vegas, like, I feel like I've got my, my feet under me a kind of the lay of the land yeah what I like to do in my you know daytime because the shows because they're in the same venue every mm-hmm. day yeah you're comfortable so you know it's like a Broadway thing up, where you go this exact same yes venue every day so I don't have to show up to start hair and makeup and eat dinner until almost five o'clock yeah. so my whole day is open and I wake up way early now as a mom of right. three so so I'm like, what am I going to do? So and in what, May, the girls didn't come. They didn't. Yeah. No, I flew back um, in between for Mother's Day. Yeah. And then, um, and I think in August, I might just stay out the whole time. Yeah. And take a little bit of a, like, self-care couple days on those days off. And, and so That's I'll why be I should gone. come. We should, like, go to a spa. Okay. There's... You're like, Annie, <laughs> you are in my head because that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like either driving over to Joshua Tree or Sedona because everything's within a good three, four hours. Yeah. Um, or just staying right there and just doing a little staycation in Vegas and Red Rock Canyon. 
I go hike like every other day while I'm out there. Oh, and that's wow. that's where I've found a lot of just grounding and just where I go to kind of get away from from the strip and the yeah. slot machine sounds and, yeah. and all of the things. The pumped in oxygen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a fun part of Vegas too, but not for more than like 48 hours, right, you know, and right, that's right. where when we're there, we're there for 12 days. Mm-hmm. So that's a long time. And so finding our ways to, to get some normalcy, because let's be real, like being in Vegas in a casino environment for 12 days is not normal. No. <laughs> so, no. Yeah. That's super weird. Yeah. When you were in Vegas in May, the electricity went out one day. Yes. Will you tell that story? That yes. was, un- we're going to link to that video because that is one of the most unbelievable moments I've seen. Oh, thank you. So the PA went totally out. Like so in the, the middle of a song? In the, min- in the middle of our brand new single yeah. on the day that the single came out, I think. I mean, it was like you could not have dreamed up a worse or better in the long run uh-huh. kind of thing. So basically we are midway through What If I Never Get Over You and we hear our mics are starting to kind of cut out. We're seeing some weird faces in the audience like, I'm not hearing you. And yeah. So then we pull our, our earbuds out and we can hear, oh, like the PA is totally off. Something, but y'all can still hear it in your heads. Yes. Yeah, so our ear so monitor. Scoop is everything. out there. Yes. He runs all your sound, and he's losing his mind. Yes. That oh, board and imagine. the whole PA went <gasps> out. <gasps> so then we were just like, okay, what do we do? And this is one of the many reasons why I'm so thankful that Charles Kelly is a part of our world yes. because he just can on the fly yes. come up with stuff. And he's like, Dave has a guitar. We can go out. This is a small enough room because it's a theater. So it's like, yeah. you know, a seat? little bit smaller than the Ryman. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, so we can go and we're all pretty loud and, you know, can project. So we just got out into the crowd and we finished the song out there. And then we worked our way over to the other side of the room and did Landslide Fleetwood Mac just yeah. to cover to kind of kill some time. And by about three quarters of the way through Landslide, I'm like, this is going to get really awkward if they're not ready for us on the stage <laughs> after this. Because we've done about a minute of What If I Never Get Over You and then three minutes plus-ish of yeah. Landslide. So hopefully this is all going to work and it won't get more awkward. And and what happened was the next like two songs, our monitor guy, Pete, who is backstage, yeah. can't see the room can't, I mean, he's just all in our own ear monitor world, making sure our mix is good. He mixed the next like two songs from where he was backstage uh-uh, for everybody for scoop while they reset the main board. <gasps> oh, so that's kind gosh. of like a backup. That's a, our backup mechanism, yeah. like just in case something like this happens. Yeah. So he was a rock star. That's unreal. He did it like so with such like fluidity, like no one knew. And then we had to pause for like seven seconds, and then everything was back up. It was, it was a miracle. Yeah, <laughs> it was. And Pete and Scoop, <laughs> two yes. of the best. I mean, Scoop's yes. been with y'all. That's one great thing about y'all's road people is it's the same people I met ten years ago. Yeah, almost all. Yeah, we have. I mean, most of our band and crew have been with us over ten years. That is yeah. unreal. That's really very sweet. abnormal in this world, isn't it? It is. I mean, whether it's you know the band, the artists wanting the changes or the, the band and crew themselves ready to, to do something else. I mean, I will say the comfort that we have in one another and the family that yeah. we have out there, the Lady A family, it's, it's really, I mean, everyone tells us who comes in from other camps or that we're touring with other artists. They're like, 
this is really unique. And I think we take it for granted sometimes just because we're so used to it. But when you are told something like that, you you really think, sit back and think and go, man, we know, we know each other. We all feel known and loved. And and it's a really, it's a really fun. I mean, because as soon as you say that, I go, man, Scoop can handle that. I've watched Scoop handle a lot of things in our lives. One thing you didn't see in the video was about a couple songs later, you know, we're all kind of still the adrenaline is like, right. Woo, okay, that <laughs> happened. Okay, we made it. We landed. Yeah. And we do this acoustic set in the show. And Charles from Mike called Scoop out and said, meet me in the aisle. And he was like, dude, and just hugged it out. No. In the middle of the show. Charles Kelly yes. did. It was so sweet. It was just like, we're good. Don't worry about it. We we landed the plane. Everything's fine. And it was a really sweet moment just that transpired and was very like stuff happens. You yeah. just kind of run. You roll with it. Okay, Hill, the other interesting thing I want you to talk about, something we talk about here on the show sometimes is the power of exercise. Like you were talking about going to Red Rock Canyon yes. all the time, that it's not just about what your body looks like, but it's about what it's doing for your brain. Yes. Tell me how that has helped you decompress. How does going there every day? I mean, you're not just trying to get like strong thighs. No, no. I mean, I, I've had to learn because I'm in a season right now with my family and the way, you know, the age of my kids, it's a lot easier for me to be the one that leaves. And mm-hmm. so they're not coming with me as much. So a lot of it is just how to, not lose my mind missing them every yeah. day when I'm gone. And and also knowing like getting my body moving mm-hmm. just has a really positive effect on on everything. And and getting out in nature and, and just looking around at just creation too. It just it brings everything back to what is most important, which mm-hmm. for all of us is just to see the glory of God in in everything, in nature, in what we're doing, in our purpose and and doing it for that reason. And so because in Vegas and in the entertainment industry, it's really easy to get distracted by all the other like shiny things. Yeah. Getting out in the dirt and in the mountains has just been a really great way for me to know and, and be reminded where it all begins. Yeah. And ends. Yeah. Um, so it's been great for me overall. It helps to just make the time move faster. It's a great way to bond with the other girls that are on tour with me who mm-hmm. are in different roles, like my hair and makeup artist. Her name's Alyssa. She's amazing. And Anna, who's like kind of Lady A's personal assistant, but yeah. a lot of that is my stuff. So she'll come and Hannah, another friend of yeah. ours. And it's great. It's it's a way for me to have some camaraderie with some other girls. Yeah, That's another thing about our camp. We have way more females in our camp than most others do. And I, it wasn't really intentional, but the way that it's all developed and, and all of these different women who are in our world are just amazing. It wouldn't mm-hmm. run as smooth or as efficient or be as fun without yeah. them. And, and in this season for me specifically, they're such godsends because yeah. I have sisterhood and camaraderie. And because um, there was a season when it was you and a bunch of dudes on a bus. All on one bus. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> and me just begging for them to just, can you please keep the toilet seat down? Yeah. <laughs> I don't ask anything else. And there were a lot of other things that I could have asked. Uh-huh. And that was my thing. I'm like, can you just please put the seat down? Yeah. <laughs> Still didn't I happen. mean, rolling across America yeah. for long stretches of time yes. with 12 of y'all on a bus and you were the only female. So for you to have girlfriends out there is oh, so fun. It is amazing. And, yeah. and so that's really kind of where I've, I've found and, and 
since kind of doing my own inner work, like, you know, going to counseling and, and learning more about myself, that's just something I really need to be the best me for oh, yeah. everyone around me. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about that. Yeah. Do you mind? Not at all. We love talking about counseling. Yes. And on site, yes. which we both love. We do. I texted on Father's Day, I texted Miles because I texted some of our mutual friends as well, um, some wives, and said, Man, I bet this year is real different than last year yeah. because of the work your husband's chosen to do on yes. himself around Father's Day. And I just texted Miles and I was like, I, I just hope you know how different this holiday is for so many families of people that I love because of the work you do yes. at onsite yeah. to help men come around some of their pain. I mean, yes. they do it for women too, but yes. particularly because I was texting on, on Father's, Father's Day, Day for sure. I was like, so, and you love yeah. onsite like I do. I do. I went, um, I'm coming up on a year since I was there. Yeah, that's right. And it was, I did the intensive. Um, so it was just me and, and a therapist and it was life changing. I mean, I think it's hard to sum it all up, but what I realized was my 20s were this decade of you just put your head down and you work, 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 and our schedule was crazy and our career was, you know, ebbing and flowing, and and then I got married at 25, and so the band started when I was 20, got married at 25, had Isley, my oldest, at 27, and then um, we miscarried, and then I got into my 30s and then have since had the twins, but... I just realized, like, I can't outrun my stuff anymore. Mm. I feel like 20s were the time where I could just put my head down, focus on work, focus on family, and and try to dabble in in what I needed to work on. Yeah. But it definitely wasn't um, wasn't priority because yeah. we were just surviving and just getting from point A to point B. So I feel like when I turned 30, it was like – that coupled with just other kind of situational stuff, yeah. I can't outrun my stuff anymore. Mm. And so a year ago, I went um, to onsite. I'll never forget dr that drive oh. and being so nervous and so being nervous. like praying like, Lord, help calm my heart and my spirit to share. Like, mm. I mean, because I believe in, in counseling, it's like they can only go as far as you're willing to go. Yeah, that's right. So... I, you know, coming from a public, I'm a public figure in a way, like a lot in of people, way, yes. <laughs> you know, know a lot about me, um, but there's also things that they don't. And so entrusting someone with my story in a lot of ways was a huge leap of faith. And mm. the Lord was so kind. My counselor was incredible and so like non-judgmental and loving and she was very motherly and and yeah. it was it was a beautiful few days a really hard few days yeah. but um when you do an intensive when you do the role playing do you play both parts no you How talk you to it? an empty chair oh so it's always empty chair yeah. so this because in group my therapist jim cress would say or group leader but also he's a therapist would say, now say back to Annie, da, 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 da. Yes. So that just doesn't happen in, mm -mm. in intensive. And so much of my stuff, because I waited until I was in my thirties to go to counseling. Don't do that. Everybody listening. Right. Go, <laughs> right. Go now, um, wherever go now. you are, go now. <laughs> so much of my stuff was family of origin, like in yeah. my childhood. So yeah. that was really a lot of the bulk of it, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. which was amazing, yeah. you know, but really, really hard. Yeah. Um, because you realize like, oh, that's the story that that told me. Yes. And that's why I feel this way. And that's maybe why I have a tendency to, to lean, 
you know, into certain unhealthy ways of coping with being triggered or, mm-hmm, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was very eye-opening. Yeah. I did equine therapy. <gasps> you did? You got to do it with there. the horses too? <gasps> so I didn't know. What? I filled out my paperwork and I'm like, I don't know if horses is, are going to be a part of my my work, but I would love it. And I got to go and had the most incredible experience. Like, honestly, of all of the talking talk therapy of all of the other ex- experiential things, I will say the horses were healing and and revealing really? to me. Yeah. Um, I can share if you want me to. Yes, but, of course. So basically my time was I interacted with two horses. I remember their names, Waylon uh-huh, yeah. and Secret. Yep. And so I was introduced to Waylon first, and he's big, a big male horse and, and um, felt really comfortable, felt like we connected Got overconfident, I think, looking back. And so then my equine therapist said, okay, now go introduce yourself to Secret. And, you know, you have this boundary hand, which uh-huh. is your left hand, and you're supposed to kind of kind of touch the horse with your left hand as a boundary. And then your right hand, you can engage with them, like stroke their back, you uh-huh. know, however you – or just talk to them or whatever. And so I connected with Waylon and then went over to Secret, and she – jumped back from me like I came in too hot and I totally felt rejected I was like she hurt my feelings like I'm really nice like you can trust me like you know but it was interesting because I just realized like she's not upset at me she's just trying to find her boundaries on her terms and so it was a lot of boundary work and and I was there did it make you cry oh my gosh here's what made me cry so I, you know, had that interaction interaction with Secret, and then I went back to Waylon because I needed to like boost my confidence. I'm like, we 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 jive. <laughs> You're like, like me and guys are fine. We, we're good. And then <laughs> I live on buses with them. I <laughs> yes, can do this. <laughs> yes. And so then I go back to Waylon. We're hanging out, and then Secret works her way around, kind of standing in between us, like not afraid of me, not upset with me, like just wanting to be in the mix. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, welcome back, like this relationship is just going to look different yeah, for me and you, you know, yeah. because you need space. So as I'm standing there, my boundary hand, my left shoulder down my left arm all the way up to my hand starts getting like tired because I've been standing there probably 10 minutes. Yeah. And the therapist notices and she's like, can you like your shoulder, your left shoulder looks like it's really tense. And I'm like, it is. And she goes, can you relax it into my hand? And I said, yeah, you know, and I can, I'm getting anxious. Like what is going on? Some stuff was working inside me. And, and I like would let my arm down and then she would hold it and then I would jerk it back up. And she goes, can you tell me what you're feeling right now? Like why why you're struggling to just let your arm relax into my hands? Like let me give let you me hold relief. your arm up. Yeah. And she asked me that and I like got this huge lump in my throat and I'm like, I'm equally terrified that you're going to rip my arm off or that it's too heavy. Oh, wow. So I went back from that and journaled for hours uh-huh. because there was a lot in that within my story and yeah. and just realizing like how I needed to work through that. Yeah. So it was, you know, it's pretty heavy, but but honestly though, I wouldn't have discovered that or gone or gone through what I've gotten to now 
with recognizing that about myself without yeah. Waylon and secret. So it was amazing. Yeah. And um, I learned a lot about myself, about how to work through that those things are, are not true. Mm-hmm. Those things that I felt, um, the untruths that I think we tell ourselves and that the enemy tries to, to tell us um, about ourselves. And so yeah. I got to kind of call that out and be like, that's not, no, that's not the truth. Yeah. Like, I can be held and my arm not get ripped off or it be too heavy, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yes. Because I think so much. I'm a two. I'm an Enneagram two. Yes. And so I love taking care of, like, making sure other needs are met. And mm-hmm. I have a hard time um, acknowledging what my needs are and what my feelings are sometimes mm-hmm. because I'm so, it's so much easier to focus on what everybody else needs. And, and you have that. a lot of people who need, I mean, you've got three daughters, a husband. Yes. Two bandmates. Yes. Yeah. So it's really giving myself the space and the quiet to be like, how do you feel about this? Mm. You know, and this is a season where it's just really hard to do that. Yeah. And, and so I'm trying to just find ways to to have gratitude for, you know, for my growth and knowing that I'll continue to grow. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I mean. And there's just something about getting that family of origin work yes. done. That then there's just this freedom of like everything kind of has a has a box. Oh my gosh! And then everything and yes, I'm. I mean, I've I'm with you. I've I went to onsite a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and there are things that I dealt with there that still show themselves, but it's just different now. Yes. But I'm still in there. I mean, I'm still going to my counselor because I'm still a human, right? I right. think, and I think for people who onsite's too far away or just not quite their right next step, you, you can have moments like your Waylon and secret moment in your counselor's office 100%, in your town, a hundred percent. And and I'll speak to this too within my marriage. Like Chris and I did a couple day intensive, like right around my birthday, mm-hmm. just a couple months ago, and oh, I didn't know and I, it was amazing. Yeah, with Bill Loki. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't know that. Yes, Bill. and the the thing I think that. I feel led to share is when we kind of worked through, so I had already done my family of origin. He had not. So I got to witness him do his, which was very powerful. And I think the biggest takeaway was anytime we ever hit in a discussion that gets heated or we, it's kind of our kind of issues. Yeah. I try to put myself and my stuff down and look at him like the little boy at the age where I like, where he didn't feel like he had a voice or whatever, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Make, you know, making up an example. Like, I try to view him that way and meet him there and and think and have the intention of I never want to make him feel like that. Mm. And I can honestly say that that's helped us through some tense discussions, arguments, yeah. you know, not seeing eye to eye on whatever. Mm-hmm. Whenever we start to look at one another, and you can do this with friendships too, of like the redemption of of kind of, changing the narrative of our stories by the corrections we can have together. Mm-hmm. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? It's like yeah. there's so many things about my the story of my life that Chris has corrected for me yeah. by the way he's loved me and how we've worked through it together. And that is where I feel like those are just God's just kind miracles and moments that we get to have on this earth to not make what happened to us hurt so much. Yeah moving forward. That's brilliant. That makes sense. Because no matter what kind of family you came from, good, bad, or any yeah. other kind, loved well, not loved well, everything in the middle, you have a family of origin and you have family of origin stuff. Exactly. It's just part of the deal. Yeah. And so that is, man, the way it plays out in other relationships 
the healthier you get around where you've been, the healthier you are where you're going, I oh, think. That is the truth. And that's one of the things we talk about here a lot too is that dealing with your own stuff and going to counseling is not selfish because if, if you're doing it because you just want to be better in your own house by yourself, that is selfish. Right. But right. I'm not in counseling because I want to be around a better Annie. Right. I'm in counseling because I want you to be around a better Annie. Yes, <laughs> you absolutely. Know? I want my people to get a, the healthy version of me Yes. that you have less roadblocks to friendship Yes. Then in relationship with men, I want it to be an easier access, not not more roadblocks. Absolutely. Right? Amen. That's why we yes. do it. Yeah. Yes. I'm just interrupting this conversation with Hillary to tell you about our friends over at Flamingo. I don't know where you guys are living, but here in Nashville, it is getting hot. And I've spent a lot of time at my neighborhood pool, but swim season is in effect. And even though body hair is totally normal, sometimes getting into a bathing suit requires a lot of leg work beforehand. You see what I did there. Women rely pretty heavily on hair removal throughout the summer. And if being totally hairless is going to help you get in the water and enjoy the amazing floating feeling and cooling off, then so be it. And that's why I'm using Flamingo's Bear Bundle as part of my getting ready routine this summer. This bundle includes a razor and wax and lotion that kind of helps you handle all the things you want to do. Holistic and affordable hair removal from a company founded by women. Y'all count me in. I have absolutely loved my Flamingo razor. I'm just telling you, if you are looking for a new razor for the summer, this is the best one I think I've probably ever used. And as we lean into summer, it absolutely has just become part of my routine, and I'm so grateful for it. The Flamingo Bear Bundle is as quick and easy and as versatile as your needs are. It's a $32 value, but for you guys, it's $24. So that's 25% off, and it ships free, which is so easy. There's an excellent razor and an extra cartridge that do the legwork, <laughs> and 20 soft gel wax strips to clean up chin hairs or mustaches, whatever is in your life, without any mess. And plus, everything you need for before and after, like shave gel, lotion, post-wax, calming serum, all of it. So the Flamingo Bear Bundle is the right move for the summer for me, and I'm not alone. Refinery29 said that the wax strips are the only at-home wax strips that they have not hated. That's impressive. So you guys, try the Flamingo Bear Bundle this summer. It's a $32 value, but you guys get 25% off in free shipping, so it's just $24. Visit shopflamingo.com slash Annie. That's right, shopflamingo.com slash Annie. Okay, back to the show with Hill. Um, talk about your girls. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so Isley is almost six. Yeah, I mean, her, and oh, she's just the best. She is hilarious. Yeah. Um, we never know what's going to come out of her mouth. She's like I a mean, grown up because she, she was really out is. on the road with y'all for so long, all that kind of stuff. I yes. Mean, she's just like a tiny grown she's up. She's a very, she's very mature for her age, but then there are things that happen where I'm like, oh yeah, you're, you're almost six. <laughs> yeah, like you're right. six. Like the other day she, um, our, the walls in our home are painted white and we were preoccupied with we were kind of doing something with the twins, I think, yeah, getting, I say, there's getting also dinner. two tiny toddlers. Yes, so. getting dinner ready for them or whatever. And and um, she took this blue crayon and decided to draw on our walls. Like, <gasps> what? in her room, outside of the playroom, down wait, the stairs. She knows but Wait. So here's the thing. I know. You got to give me the rationale because that child has rationale. She has rationale. Yeah. And I don't know if she just had a bad day. 
or if she was feeling a little, I don't know what was going on. But when I asked her, she was, she got, Chris, I think was very shocked, similar to you. Yes. Like, um, you know, like we don't draw on right the wall, like we draw on paper. And I asked her, I go, Isley, why did you do this? Like, you don't have to answer right now, but I want you to think about like why you did this. And I would love to know. Yeah. And she goes, I can tell you why right now. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. She goes, I was just walking around and everything was so white and I wanted it to have color. <gasps> Bless her heart. I know. I knew there was going to be a good reason. And I said, I love that about you. I know. <laughs> I said, but I'm going to get you some paper. Yeah. And we can get a big canvas and some paint and you can make that as colorful as you want. And when we paint your room, you can pick the color. Yeah. But we can't draw on our walls you know just try not to crush but her spirit I knew she was gonna have a good reason and that is a very good reason she it's was basically so like attacking my design sense, yeah. which is her prerogative it's fine that's gonna be your whole life yeah that girl is always gonna have her thoughts on yes. your things oh my gosh okay and the, the twins are 18 months now a year and a half yeah. Okay. yeah and they are hilarious oh my gosh um to be identical they are so different yeah um betsy has this really funny wit like she can do this serious face on command that's yeah. so hilarious um I think I posted a picture of it recently on social media you can go find it yeah. but she can just like in an instant give us that serious face and then she's grinning in the next yeah. second yeah Emery is very like think she's a big kid like following Isley around, anything really? she, anything Isley does, Emery wants to do. It's like she doesn't realize she's a year and a half years yeah. old. And they communicate really, really well together. I mean, there's really? a lot of nonverbal communication happening <gasps> between the twins. Between the twins, they're gonna have that weird twin thing. I'm, I'm hoping. I mean, yeah. they definitely they say sentences to each other with a look. I mean, it's like. And they it's normally know. over a toy or getting yeah. out of the baby gate first. That's a very <laughs> – that's probably where most of the the shoving or the the physical, like, fights happen between the twins is when they're trying to get out of the baby gate <laughs> to go somewhere. Um, they're like, I'm going first. No, I'm going first. But they're they're amazing. They're um, We're teaching them sign language. Their uh -huh. teacher is – has been working with them on that. And, and so that's helping them communicate and they've got a mouthful of teeth and they say mama and the latest though, Emery will say hat and then tap her head. Like <laughs> oh, she, she knows, just wants it. she's like hat. And one thing that they do that Isley never did, which is interesting is they'll go pick shoes out of their bin uh -huh. and bring them to you. And like, I want to wear these shoes around the house. Yeah. Isley love to be barefoot. So yeah. it's just, they're, they're all so different. And Chris and stays home with them full-time right yeah, now, right? Yeah, he's a full-time daddy. That yeah. is so cool. He is the most incredible gift. I mean, and just the way he has such intention. Yeah. Um, and self-discipline and just the way he lives his everyday life for as an individual, but especially as a father, like so much intention and heart yeah. pouring into our family every yeah. single day. And, and we realize, like, they're only little for – a little while, right. you know, and and so and a lot of. Before he was home, what was he doing? He was drumming for us. He yeah. played drums for us for seven years, and so that was a big, you know, decision. If we had been pregnant with a singleton with one baby, right. I think he would still be with us on yeah. drums. But when we saw that ultrasound, and we're like, both heartbeats are great, and we're like, what? <laughs> we knew we had a big decision to make yeah. because ultimately, you know, I love my career. I love what it's allowed 
us to do and how how we've traveled and but our our kids are our that is our purpose yeah. and we want them to to grow up and be healthy god-fearing humans and mm-hmm. love well love themselves and love each other well and love everyone else well and and so we want to raise our kids yeah. and and we want to have that time with them and and so um he he was like it's time for me to step away yeah and it's been great i mean he he's found and carved out his time, which has mm-hmm. been really important. Mm-hmm. He works out like a fiend. Yeah. I mean, it's like he looks like a superhero yeah. at this point. But a lot of it is because both our babies, with when you carry you them together, carry are like them. 64 pounds. <laughs> right. So it's it's all for purpose. Yeah. It has a purpose. Every single thing he does has a purpose. I have a friend that said that her husband got so skinny after they had their baby because he needed an hour a day. And so he would just go run. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like their time yes. to get... And what people probably don't know, the secret about Chris is he's like a spiritual giant. Oh, thank you. I mean, like, so so many of us run our sermons by your (laughs) husband. And he's, like, not a pastor by trade. Yeah. But he is a pastor at heart. Thank you. Thank you. I I fully agree with that. I feel like he has a pastor's heart. He has a father's heart, not just to our daughters, but to all children, the next generation. I'm really excited to watch what God has in store for him yeah. in the in the years to come. You know, um, I know he is studying daily. And oh my gosh, he studies so much. He studies like yes. he's in seminary, and it's almost like he's in. Um, he shared this the story from from the Bible with me recently about like when when David was told like, okay, you're going to be the king. Well, he still had to go back and uh-huh. and serve and do and shepherd. And I feel like that's kind of where Chris is at. It's like. God keeps giving him these these glimpses of what the future could hold for him, but he's really he's in his field. He's tending yeah. his field yeah. now, and and is seeing that and hoping for that and praying for whatever um, the future holds. But he also knows I've got to just I've got to do what is in front of me well yeah. first. Yeah, he's so, amazing. Thank you. Will you I'm, talk a little bit about the story as much as you want to between because thy will your whole are y'all doing more music with your family you know what it's not on any there aren't any like definitive plans yeah. but i mean we have to we at have some to. point i mean you're I mean, a grammy winning family <laughs> thank you um okay so the story because thy will is such if people have read remember god i tell about the first time we heard yeah, you sing it at the ryman mm-hmm. um but tell a little bit about that story and then the girls ended up being the girls yes so that song um, was really born from, and I use that word intentionally, from one of the hardest things that Chris and I and our family have ever had to walk through. And we um, got pregnant with our second child and found out at about eight weeks that it wasn't going to make it. And so I was kind of in that place of, do I go in and have surgery to kind of move things along with the miscarriage or do I let it really happen naturally? And I just, I felt like I was supposed to just really see it through and that God had things to show me. And from a grief perspective, I just felt like seeing it through was, was right for me Yeah, from a grief perspective. So we were recording with my family, making this album all kind of in honor of my grandfather, yeah. not realizing in the midst of all of it, that this would happen. And, and your and family, meaning your mom and dad. My mom and dad, and Riley. yes, and my baby sister, Riley. And so I knew I wanted to write for it between all, you know, the Lady Antebellum shows and everything else we were going on. I had a small window of time. Well, come to find out when that time was, was right in the middle of 
miscarrying yeah. or, you know, and so I go to Bernie Herm's house. Yeah. He's married to Natalie Grant. He's amazing songwriter, piano player, string arranger. I mean, and Emily Wise band yeah. who were my co-writers. And I just, I went in and I was like, I don't really know if there's anything else I can write about today. Right. Like I just had right. to, and there were other things too that God was like, as I was praying and just praying for strength, praying for Chris's heart, my heart, my family, all of us, like I would start to pray and it was truly like I had no words. And all mm -hmm. I could say was, dear Lord, thy will be done. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I don't like this. And it was so sorry to back up. We went to our appointment and my doctor said, there's a 50-50 chance that this heartbeat is going to kick in. And there's just as much a chance that this baby's just not healthy and, yeah. and you know, it's just not meant to be this time. And, and so I kind of had a week of waiting. He was like, come oh back in gosh. a week and we'll check. We'll do another ultrasound. So that week of waiting was where thy will came from and just oh praying, gosh. praying for a heartbeat, praying for God's will to be done. And so that's when that became my prayer. And it was, I felt like, I'm like, I know I read your word. I have scripture. I have things to say. And it was like, all I could say was "Thy will be done. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, kind of explained that to my co-writers and that's when Bernie started playing this beautiful. Cause that's you know, how it goes. Progression. You like bring ideas to a yeah. co-write and go like, here's what I'm going through. Here's what I'm yes. looking through. And then everybody kind of goes, yeah, me too. Well, what about this line? And then Bernie starts yeah. playing. Yeah. And I was doing, um, one of the hymns sections of the She Reads Truth app. Yeah. And the morning of my appointment to find out if the heartbeat had kicked in or not, it was on Matthew 6. Oh, wow. And so I like read it that morning and was like, okay, this isn't going to be the answer that I had hoped for. This mm -hmm. isn't going to be the miracle that I was praying for, but it is your will. And, and to go and read the, I think it was the message translation where it says, thy will be done, it's do what's best. Mm. And there was mm -hmm. just this huge moment for me of like, God, whatever you think is best is what's best for me. Yeah. And so that's where I want to be. And so I, you know, that's where the song came from. And, and honestly, like, this is a really heavy thing to say, but like, I firmly believe that I'm going to meet that baby in heaven. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for that hope and that blessed assurance. And as a mom, like all you want is for your child to grow up and find their purpose and live it that mm -hmm. God, like that God has created them for. And that baby right, has had such an impact, yeah, like probably more than I will ever know until I get to heaven. And so for that, that gives me peace. That gives me comfort. And honestly, the stories that so many have shared with me over email or direct message on Instagram or on Twitter. I mean, in person, everywhere. I mean, the way that this song, it's just only God, mm -hmm. only God. Mm -hmm. And I am truly humbled to have, to be the voice. I mean, they're his words. Yeah. And I just, it was my voice and, and my story and just my, you know, thankfully in that season, my eyes and my heart being open and asking. Yeah, yeah. And I think that would be my encouragement to anybody is just, is just bear hug the pain. Mm. Because when you do, I mean, he hears and he answers. Yeah. 
and shows and us thy will on repeat. Yeah. I mean, there are so many people I know that just in that, in a season will just put that song on no. over and over again. Well, and, and the, you know, the skeptic in me too, it's like, it's okay to be confused. It's okay to be right. mad. Like God, I've always said this and it's probably says a lot about my personality. I could unpack this at onsites more, <laughs> but like, I feel like the questions and the feelings, the anger, it's it's okay to be angry. God created us. Mm-hmm. He created everything about us and our brains. And so to ask those questions, I, I feel like growing up, I always felt this like, well, you don't question and you don't. And I'm like, no, that doesn't build intimacy. It's like right. he just wants to converse. He wants yeah. to hear us. He wants yeah. us to listen to him. And And so I just remember feeling that way of like, it's okay to ask questions. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward, you know, about a year and ask you to link to it. It's amazing. But um, Matt Smallbone yeah. at Church of the City yeah. East, he preached on on that, on yeah. just getting to a place to where you you ask, like, and you question and how you push through that wall to gain more intimacy and to gain a deeper relationship with the Lord. It's like mm-hmm. it's a part of the journey. It's a part of, of what it means to live every day believing Jesus Christ is our savior. And, and it is amazing. It's like, I listen to, I find myself going to it often because it just helps me in my questions right? to know like, it's okay. He just wants us to talk to him. Mm -hmm. He'll, he'll tell us, he'll Mm -hmm. reveal it. He'll show us, you know, he just wants us to talk to him. What did it say to you when you got pregnant with twins? Oh my gosh. I mean, so many things. I felt well, when the ultrasound tech said, both heartbeats are great, I, I started maniacally laughing. <laughs> like, like think about the most out-of-control, crazy yeah. laugh, and that was me. <laughs> Chris, in just joy and, like, disbelief, started crying. Yeah, of course. And thank God my mom was there. Yeah. She was there, and she made some noise that I've never come out of a human. <laughs> like, like you know? And... Thank goodness we had a witness. Yeah. And and so I was so just bewildered and like in shock. And and then the months to come, it was like, I mean, it felt double portion yeah. of blessing, truly. That's, you know, the first thing it felt. But then at the same time, there was this weight of like, Lord, are you sure I can do yeah. this? Are you sure? And I just kept kind of remembering that verse, like when we are weak, he is strong. When we're at the end of ourself is where he mm-hmm. shows up. And and I can honestly say like that's every day of our life. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Because it is so much more than what we can handle. But I forget who said it, but it's like the Lord doesn't give you anything you can't handle without him. Yes, that's right. That's the and right way to say that. Because he will, I mean, you can pretty much bet on the fact that you're going to get more than you can uh-huh. handle in this life. 100%. <laughs> it's just... With his help, you can, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and so that's been, I mean, the twins in a, in a nutshell is just like pushing me, growing me, making, you know, really trying to fend off lies of, of the enemy of like, you can't do this. They're going to, mm. they're going to grow up and need like so much help, you know, just, mm. well, and, but all the while knowing like, they're great. Yeah. They're so healthy. They're so happy. And God gives us what we need. And so I'm just trying to remember that it's not all on me. Yeah. I have a really hard time with that as a two. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
which your what's Chris by the your way? Your Ennea Summer was amazing. By oh, the way. thanks. We loved it too. I listened and just loved hearing just all the different perspectives. Um, Chris is a six. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that I'm a two. A I'm a two wing him. three. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure he, Chris wings five. Uh-huh. He doesn't. I don't think he wings seven. He would know if. if he yeah, were yeah. Here. He's a six. But, I'm mm-hmm. adding that on my list on my phone. I did yeah. not realize he was a six. And and what's so funny? I always give him a hard time. He'll probably get mad at me for saying this, but like. He tries to not be a six. Like uh-huh. he's so six, he tries not to yeah. be a six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's I'm like, kind you of would a try thing, to beat yeah. it. You yeah, would yeah, try yeah. to like beat the test. Right. Like, you right. can't. And it just makes sense of Chris because everywhere we go, he is like making sure everybody's safe. Like he just yeah. kind of like has his eye on everything. You yeah. always feel safe with him. But he doesn't ever go, I'm going to take care of the situation. It's right. just like, oh, Chris is here. We're fine. It's this quiet confidence and this, yeah. I mean, that's over Father's Day. I looked at him and I was like, the security you bring to our family, to yeah. our house, our hearts are safe. And that's yeah. like, that's what Isley said. You know, I love you because you always take care of my heart. That's oh. what she said to him. Oh, my gosh. Like in one of those little printout sheets. Like my yeah. dad is however many years old. Right, right, We right. gave it to him for, for Father's Day. And and I, you know, I love you because I always know you mm-hmm. you take care of my mm-hmm. heart. My gosh. I know. That is really sweet. It's like... I'm so thankful. Yeah. She's a good one. Yeah. Chris is like, I also take care of all your meals. Yeah. I also take care of your laundry. Sister, there's a list. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's amazing. I love, I mean, and y'all met, I remember the weekend it happened that he was the drummer for another band on the road. Yes. So we just crazy. So we met our freshman year of college through a mutual friend. That's right. But we reconnected on tour Mm -hmm, with Tim mm -hmm. McGraw and he was playing drums for another duo and, um, yeah, and then I was kind of having to see another relationship through stubbornly, and I knew there was something in me that I'm like, if I open that door with Chris Terrell, like it's uh, it's done, like yeah. that's it's over in yeah. like the in the greatest way possible. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, that relationship ended, and then a couple months later, it was like we were best friends on the road. Yeah. It was fast. I mean, we just knew, but there was such. It was so sweet that he had known me before, and and he even talks about. Like those years in between where we won't where we weren't really close acquaintances, really. Right. God would put him on my put me on his heart, and we would kind of I would look on his Facebook page and be like, "Oh, look, oh, things huh. are going good," and yeah. we would run into each other, and he was dating someone or I was, and it was always so friendly. Yeah. And I was always drawn to him, and so it was really sweet the way that the Lord just brought us together and made it made it clear, and and we've we've grown up together i mean For we've real. been i mean we were 25 when we get married when we got married like i look back on that at 33 i'm like man we were really young and we've grown a lot yeah and, and we'll I say the wanna, same thing in 10 more years yeah. though we'll go like man we've grown a lot yeah. in the last 10 years and it's just it's so fun there's no one else on the entire planet that i would rather that would one put up with me <laughs> or true. two that i would rather be just getting to to walk this life with yes. truly. Um, your arm is not too heavy. Other people oh. will put up with you. Don't believe that. Thank but, you. Um, Thank you are. You. It, it is a joy to be in relationship with you. <laughs> Thank so, you. Um, so don't carry that with you. Thank um, you. Okay. So what happens now for Lady Annabellum? We are in the studio. So we are finishing up basically vocals on the back half of our album. We've cut the, we've cut the first half in February, and we will release it in November. Okay. And. 
I'm so excited about this music. We are working with a new producer. Yeah. Dan Huff. He's not new. He's new to us. Yeah. He's very, very established. He's long term. Yeah, You can wiki him and learn all the things. But um, it's been a joy to work with him. And and I think the thing that I love about working with him is, is his processes. It's not light years different than other producers we've worked with, but we cut all of our vocals in his house. And we track in a big studio, you know, on yeah. Music Row, and then we do all the vocals in his house. And so it just feels really homey and cozy, and, and I can tell it's pulling something out of me vocally that I haven't accessed before. Oh, cool. Because it's just so comfortable. Yeah. It's like we can walk down the stairs and grab a cup of coffee, and, yeah. you know, his grandson's in the living room, and <laughs> it just feels so familial, like yeah. family and and comfortable. And, yeah. and a lot of these songs – because they're very much present with where we are in our life or some pretty deep kind of revealing things just about the journey that we've been on as a band and as individuals. It's yeah, because Onsite's been a part of a lot of stories. A lot of it, a yes. Lot, yeah, for everybody. Um, we want and need, I think need more than we knew we wanted, mm-hmm. um, the comfort of, of a safe space to to explore vocally like how it affects us and yeah. and the performances are going to be way more authentic because yeah. we're somewhere comfortable. Um, and y'all done a ton of work on yourselves. We, yeah. I can't wait to hear a whole album from knowing the work y'all done yeah. to the, be the kind of healthy people you are today. Well, thank you. I, I mean, that's going to be fun. It's, I'm so proud of, of these songs. Um, I'm very proud of my bandmates and, yeah. and the work that they've done individually and us together as a band. Um, yeah, and and we're with a new label now. Yeah, which was a tough decision to make, but it was really it's proven already um, to be the right decision, yeah. and we feel so loved and held by them, and and they're working so hard for us, and so just a fresh chapter, yeah. kind of all the way around. Yeah, because what if I never get over you is on like a bazillion radio stations. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's everywhere, and that all has so much to do. With people loving y'all, but also what all the people in the office are doing. Oh, my gosh. Are yes, doing. the promotions staff at Big Machine, um, they're incredible. And so we had the biggest kind of first week of our entire career with oh this gosh. song. With how many radio stations started yeah. playing it from the very from yeah. the day that it was released. So People just have no idea that it's not just the three of y'all. That there's oh. like... My gosh. An ocean of people yeah, behind you. We might be the one, literally, like there's true, just so many people that are holding us up yeah, and doing so much of the the day-to-day, mm-hmm. um, which I'm so grateful for, especially yeah. in this season because yeah. mama is... Can't do it all. I can't do it all. Yeah. yeah. I tell people a lot that I, because I'm a, you know, I don't know, six or seven years behind y'all from when I started after to, for this really be my career. And I've known y'all since I got here. So for 10 years, I've gotten to watch how y'all built mm. Lady Annabellum. And so I, I'm always like, yeah, that's why I have this, this, and this. is because that's what Dave and Hill and Chris told me to oh. do. <laughs> and not Chris, Dave and Hill and Charles told me to do. And because y'all built such a smart thing. Thank you. Where you do what you're really good at and you pay people to do what they're really good at. Well, we've also just, by the grace of God, really, he's put people around us who mm-hmm. who are trustworthy and loving and I mean, because that's one of, and you can speak to this too. One of the hardest things about this, this career or this call, that is also your job, is like that's good. I was twenty. All of this happened. We signed our record deal, and then it's like now be a businesswoman, uh, right? And I'm like, 
I I write songs and and uh-huh. I sing the demos and then I Girl. perform them and so now I've got to be like good at business, right? <laughs> no one tells you that. And so that's where I've just really leaned on you know, our business manager and the other people in our, in our management and mm-hmm. other people in our world to be that that wise counsel because mm-hmm. and you know, it's so human nature. I think Chris quotes this all the time, but it's like a Tim Keller quote of like when we succeed in one area, sometimes it can give us the the false sense of confidence that we can do everything else in every other area well right, just because right. we succeeded in one area. Right. And I've really tried and failed at that, but mm-hmm. I've also I'm trying to to do that and actually like listen and go, yeah. okay, I can't. I, I don't know all the things. Right. And it's okay to not know. Right. Because you can ask questions and man, that's true for anybody in any place in their life. You don't have to know everything about yeah. everything. No one expects you to be an expert on all the things. No. So take that pressure off yourself. Yeah. And yeah. I, I know, you know, a couple times as a kid, I can't even remember who, it doesn't matter, but like there's nothing worse than than feeling like shamed by feeling like you just ask a stupid question. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I don't ever want to make anybody feel like there's a stupid question. Yeah. And I also I just ask at right. this point, I just kind of unashamedly go, can you help me understand this? Because yes. maybe you've explained it to me 15 times and I haven't really gotten it, but mm-hmm. I need you to explain it to me again. Because mm-hmm. there's so much about the business side of it that I'm just like, well, I don't know. You know, right. <laughs> I know. You're like, uh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, me too. Yes. I'm like, I just came here to write books. Yeah. And now all of a sudden. Now I've got to like, thing. yeah. Yeah. I have to go I to work to like know, every day. I have to know like what receipts to hold on to because this is technically a write-off or something. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. Yeah, I can't keep up with all that. We could talk about 1,000 other things. You just have to come back because we have. there's so many things we didn't cover. My main complaint is I still haven't met Reba. She was at your baby shower. Yes. I was on the road. Yes. She sent you a vase. A vase. When you won a Grammy. Mm. I was there when the vase arrived. (laughs) Reba was not attached to the vase. I just, your mother sings with her. Yes. It just hasn't happened to Hillary. I mean, I feel like we're inching our way there. Are we? <laughs> it's been a decade of inching. So I believe you. I just need you. I do turn 40 next summer. So that could it we will just, happen by could then. we just summertime uh, in my 40s? Yes. Could yes. I meet Reba? Yes. Okay, thanks. I I'm, appreciate I'm it. I'm so excited for you. Thank like you. there, I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here 33 and thinking, like, I can't wait to be in my 40s. Oh, yeah, me too. I can't wait. I mean, how much better our 30s are than our 20s? Yes, a, a billion percent. A billion percent. Yes. I, yeah, I'm stoked about it. I think yeah. it's going to be awesome. Oh. Um, I thought you were just excited for me to meet Reba. Well, that yeah, too. Yeah, me too. I'm really. Remember one time I called you, you were at her house? See, I just have all the I'm Reba memories. Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. It's like salt in the wound. It's I will make hard. it happen. It's just hard how close you are. <laughs> it's just, it's, I mean, you have her number in your phone. I do. I know. Okay. See, it's just that easy. Okay. Um, Hill, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. I love you. Oh my I'm sorry gosh. it's taken this long, but what a great birthday treat to have you oh, here. Well, I hope you feel celebrated. I and do. I've loved our chat. I, I'm I'm in agreement. I feel like we could do like we just need to start a three series. more of these. I know. That's it. Because I'm like, yeah. we just have so many things we didn't get so to cover today. Much. And what's going to happen is on Instagram and Twitter, they're all going to tell us what we didn't cover. Yeah. They're all going to tell us. Well, then we can and just we'll make a list. Yeah. We'll just reconvene. make a list. We'll make sure we hit <laughs> we'll everything. All the things y'all didn't like. But I do have to ask you this before we go because I would I really do get in trouble when I forget to ask this. Because the show is called That Sounds Fun. Yes. What sounds fun to you? Right now? Yes. Anything. What sounds fun to me right now is I've not had 
a getaway with my husband in several months. Yeah. So I would say like one night away to go on a great date with my hot husband. Yeah, you're not talking and, about a week. You just need like a oh, good date. Oh, a night. Yeah. I mean, we could just go stay at a hotel downtown or something. Yeah. Or not even that. We could sleep in our own bed. But just a really great, like awesome date night. Yeah. And a sleep in. The next in. morning. That's the trick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he probably needs that more than me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you both, for maybe different <laughs> reasons, but you both can use a lot. But in, even as a two, I will say that's what sounds fun to me. Good answer. Well yes. done, you. Um, I love you. Thanks I for doing you. the show. Oh my gosh. I feel like we can't be done, but we're done. Yeah, we can't be done. <laughs> we, you'll be back. Okay. It's fine. Friends, don't you love her? Oh, she's the best. I know. I'm so grateful that she was able to make time to chat with us today. Just an amazing wife, mom, musician, songwriter, and friend. I just adore her. Make sure you're following Hillary on all the social media places. And Lady Annabellum, they are just an incredibly good... I mean, you know them. You've heard them. They're just incredibly good. So make sure you definitely listen to the new song if you haven't yet. Oh, my word. And the new album coming out in the fall. We're going to get them all back, and we're going to sit and chat with all of them. So make sure you tell Hillary thanks for being on the show. If you need anything else from me, I'm embarrassingly easy to find per usual. Annie F. Downs all over the place. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. That is how you find me. The F is for friendship because I just love my friendship with Hillary. I'm so, so thankful. So Annie F. Downs all over the place. If you need anything else from me, I think that's it for me today, you guys. Go out and do something that sounds fun to you. And we will see you back here on Thursday.